We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation. Sunday night, Knicks. CP from Knicks Fan TV checking in. Hope everybody's doing all right. Had a little bit of technical difficulties earlier with the stream. Well, let's get the family in here because we have some intel coming out of Knicks training camp that I wanted to share with you guys. Knicks started the first day of practice today. Uh, Two days. Knicks training camp uh, kicked off officially last week. First day of practice was officially today. Knicks in Detroit. Rock City. This Friday, December 11th, for the first preseason game against Killian Hayes, Derrick Rose, Blake Griffin, and the Detroit Pistons. Let's get everybody in here. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hope everybody's feeling good. So as I said, uh, training camp is among us officially. And um, just to recap, you have 20 roster spots, 20 roster spots currently Going into training camp. 17 or 16 guaranteed contracts. Two two-way contracts. And then you have two um, two uh, Exhibit 10 contracts. Sorry. So you have RJ, Iggy, Reggie Bullock, Alec Burks, Jacob Evans, Jared Harper on a two-way. Michael Kidd Gilchrist that was brought in on an Exhibit 10. Kevin Knox coming in year three. Frank Nilakina, year four. Nerlens Noel, new acquisition. Alfred Payton coming back uh, as last year's free agent acquisition. Theo Pinson on a two-way. Love to see him cut. Miles Powell on an Exhibit 10 contract. Seton Hall in the building. You have Emmanuel Quickly, your 25th, number 25th pick in the first round of the 2020 NBA draft. Julius Randle, Austin Rivers, Mitchell Robinson, Dennis Smith Jr., Maury Spellman, and OB Toppin, OB1. In the building. So we have, again, 20 going into it. Knicks need to trim it down to 15 guaranteed spots. Right now, they have 16 
guaranteed spots. Remember, Spellman and Evans came in on the Ed Davis trade. And um, and then you also brought in Kid Gilchrist on another Exhibit 10 contract. So there could be some guys, those three guys could be competing for one or two spots. Uh, Iggy could be on the brink. You know, we never know because the small forward position is kind of redundant at this moment. So Iggy could certainly be on the brink. I know a lot of you guys are high on him. I like him too. I'd love to see him uh, make the roster and and uh, and make some contributions to the team. But we got a lot of small forwards in here. A lot of people that can play the three as well. And you're going to need some defense. So as I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Kid Gilchrist made it. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Now, as I said, training camp started today. Um, they had, did have a media session afterwards and nothing really, you know, monumental came out of it. You know, they asked Obi where he would prefer to play, assuming a three, the four, the five. Obi, you know, kept the PC, basically said wherever Tibbs wanted him to play. They asked Tibbs about, uh, you know, getting adjusted to COVID and who's, who, um, uh, you know, stood out of camp, but Tibbs really, really wasn't committed to anything. Just saying that the team is trying to get used to, you know, all the new restrictions by the league, trying to stay safe. The team doctors are trying to keep them safe as well. And so that's that with COVID, with, um, with the COVID issue. He was asked what they anticipated that they're going to do with the $18 million in cap space. Again, non-committal on it. Didn't really say anything. So, you know, t- today's camp, but you didn't really get much out of it. Now, here's what I got. And I've been telling you guys, um, every now and again, I drop some some tidbits, some news, some rumors based on the sources that I get. And I tell you guys all the time, you know, I don't, you know, divulge this information for the purpose of clout. I don't divulge it for the purpose of, of gaining followers or anything. I do it because you guys support the channel, and in return, I'm going to support you guys back and and give you, the, give you the lowdown as I get it. So whether it was the Conley stuff, whether it was them trying to trade Julius, whether it was Beasley, Hayward, or the schedule. If you guys remember, the schedule dropped on Friday, and Knicks Fan TV was the first to let you know about the home opener, about the New Year's Eve game, and about some of the West Coast trips. That was before Woes, Shams, Berman, Begley, you name it. Before the NBA, before the jump, all of that. I gave you Knicks Nets, January 17th, ESPN game. So, you take it for what you will. But all I'm here to say is that when I tell you guys things, you know, I'm, I'm going through trusted sources... I'm corroborating the information as best as I can, and I, I give you the lowdown. Things are always subject to change, but I'm just telling you what it is. All right? So here is what I'm hearing at the moment. The point guard rotation. What I'm hearing right now is that the point guard rotation is going to come down to Alfred Payton and... Dennis Smith Jr. I'm hearing that Frank could be on the outside looking in on the point guard rotation. I'm also hearing that DSJ could 
be pegged as the starter. All right. So take that for what you will. I'm hearing that it's going to come down between Peyton and DSJ for the starter position. And it kind of, I mean, it kind of jives because when Tibbs was in, was uh, asked about Frank today and they were like, Tibbs, you know, what, what do you think about him? Tibbs was, was basically like, you know, he's a nice kid. He plays good defense. He gives us some defensive versatility. But he said nothing about he runs our offense well. He gets our offense into position. He he pushes the pace. He changes, you know, he changes the pace up for us. He really didn't mention anything about Frank in terms of the point guard spot. So that kind of jives up with what I'm hearing that is really between DSJ and Alfred. Again. Take it for what you will. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let me slow down the chat because chat's going in right now. And yeah, you know, the the, the uh, tidbits about DSJ going into this thing is that he looks good in camp. And and we, we did hear before camp started that Tibbs had been high on DSJ even before he got to the Knicks. So I think he could be I think he could get the chance. I think he could get the chance. Other camp tidbits. Uh I heard that along with Obi, who scored high on the conditioning test. I heard RJ scored equally as high. I heard RJ and, and Obi blew away the competition on the in on the conditioning test. So they're looking good. Who's not looking good? Hate to say it. Uh, I'm hearing the mid stuff is legit. I'm hearing the mid stuff is legit in terms of the concerns with Mitch and the organization. I'm hearing the the the, the concerns with Mitch and the organization are legit. And so I don't know what it is specifically, but. All I'm hearing is that, you know, he's got to get it together. And we did hear over the weekend that Mitch just signed on with Wasserman Media Group. So he's no longer with Rich Paul and Clutch. He's now with Wasserman Media Group. So now this is the sixth agent that Mitchell Robinson has signed with in three years. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm not that well versed in the business to tell you what that means. We'll find out. But what I'm hearing overall is that there's concerns with Mitch. Doesn't sound too good. Hasn't come in in the best spirits into camp. And I think that jives with Tibbs saying that he needs to work on his professionalism and, and work on his game. So that's all I'm saying. I don't know exactly what's going on there. I'm just hearing from, from my sources that there's a legit concern there. I hear Kev looks good. I hear Kevin Knox looks good. Sources saying that uh, Kev is looking to break out of his shell. Or, or he is breaking out of his shell. So take that for what you will. But I'm hearing Kev looks good. All right, so to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. These are the things you don't hear 
They're in a media session. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you the lowdown as I get it. Now, Wednesday night, when I came on Wednesday night and I was closing the show and there was a lot of rumblings after the Westbrook trade to the Wizards about Frank, about Randall, and Buddy Heald. What I'm hearing is, it's legit. When I got off the show Wednesday night, I had a phone call. That person seemed to be pretty sure it was going down. I later heard from another source that it was legit. And then I later heard from another source that the whole team thought it was going down. And so I don't know if the whole Frank thing where he changed his Instagram bio, you know, or switched it out, if that was reflective of it. But I think it could have been. Because from what I hear, the buddy stuff is real. Buddy stuff is real. And... If you look at Julius's body language, again, not, not to speculate, if you look at Julius's body language the next day. Now, mind you, the last three people to do the media session on Friday was Julius, Frank, and Mitch. Take it for what you will. But like I said, the Buddy stuff is real. Buddy healed shooting guard from the Sacramento Kings, 19 and 3. 40% from three. It's Buddy Hill, man. What do, what do you guys think? Would you guys pull that trade? Frank and Julius in a deal for Buddy Hill. Would you do that trade? Now, Ian Begley said that uh, the Kings are look, seem to be looking for draft compensation for Buddy Hill. So that could be why it never went down. That could be why it never went down. He's saying that the Kings are looking for draft compensation. So whatever reason that trade fizzled out, but it was definitely on the table. Definitely on the table. I can tell you that. I would keep an eye out on this one as the season transpires. Remember, the Knicks still got $18 million in cap space to spend. Would I do the Buddy Heal deal for those two? I would. Yeah, I would. I would. Because you already you already know Julius is gone regardless, right? So you need some sort of compensation for him. And if you're talking about Frank, as I said on the last show, as Alan Hahn had said, listen, I'm Frank Hive, but if you can upgrade your offense, upgrade your three-point shooting, you got to pay to play. I would go get him. I would definitely go get Buddy Heald if, if it meant trading Frank. Yes, I would. You can go get Frank, another Frank in the draft, free agency. You can, you can get those guys. I'm not saying Buddy Heald is, is irreplaceable either, but I think he, he gives his team a huge lift. I would definitely do it. Some of you guys look at the contract. I mean, let's look at the contract. It's really not that crazy. I'm trying to zoom in here for my people on YouTube. So let everybody in the chat hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If we look at Heel's contract, let me go out a little bit. He's got 18 million coming to him. No, sorry, he's got 24 million coming to him this year. And then it decreases. It goes down to 18 next season. 
Then it goes stays at 18 in 2022, 23, and then 20 million in 2023, 24. He's got four years left on his deal. A declining contract for the most part, where you could probably trade him in the two, three years easily. And let's be let's be real about the 2021 free agency. If you take a look at the top of the list, none of these guys are coming to the Knicks. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. All right, LeBron and AD signed. If you're waiting on Kawhi Leonard, I wouldn't hold my breath. The freak is going to end up probably staying either with Milwaukee. Maybe he gets traded to Miami, he gets traded to Dallas. So the top half is gone already. Don't, you know, the Knicks, yeah, the Knicks will have cap space, but don't count on that. I would bring Buddy Heald here. And that's backtracking from what I said earlier in the season. But for that price, if it's going to cost me Julius and 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 Frank, yeah, I would do it. I would do it, 100%. Now, the interesting thing about the Buddy trade rumors, even though it didn't go down, is what does that say about the Knicks potentially using RJ at the three? Because if they're going to trade for Buddy Heald, they're not trading for him to play the bench. So clearly, if they're interested in him, and and as I said, a, a deal was proposed. Clearly, clearly, somebody's got to play the three. So that's interesting. That's very interesting. That tells me between the Beasley stuff and and healed, that tells me that they could see, you could see RJ at the three. Could see RJ at the three. So, just food for thought. But the buddy stuff was definitely legit. 100% legit. And what else? Uh, I told you DSJ Payton right now is a competition. Mitch, got to get it together. Cav looking good. Those are the five tidbits right there. Five tidbits. What do you guys think? You be the judge. Let me know in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. And like I said, you know, if I get the intel, yes, things can change, but I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to share it with you. Here, Here it was, 1047 Friday, Knicks versus Nets, first showdown at MSG, January 13th, could be an ESPN game. I should have said sources told Knicks fan TV. That was before Woj. Shames, ESPN, The Jump, Begley, Berman, you name it. Even Berman was replying here <laughs> to the tweet. Hey, you want to call it a Knicks fan TV bomb? We got we to gotta make it up. We got to make something else up. I don't want to steal Woj bombs from Woj. You know, that's a great nickname. We, but we got we, we to gotta, we gotta make up a, uh, a Knicks fan TV breaking news moniker. You guys leave it in the chat. What should it be? Well, that's what that's all it is, man. For the fans, by the fans. And I did hear that uh, the suits at MSG were not too pleased when they found out that uh, Knicks Fan TV got their hands on the schedule. But hey, we don't work for them. We work for the fans. 
Number one show for the fans by the fans. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. I want to hear from you guys. All things Knicks. We could talk about what I just talked about. Whatever you want to talk about. Phone lines are up. 657-383-1509. Let's kick it off. Uh, JJ from Brooklyn. Kick us off, bro. How you feeling? Yo, what up, bro? That was uh, an amazing interview with Alan Hahn the other day, man. The Alan Hahn show was epic. People still buzzing about it. There's clips still going (laughs) around the internet on it. Um, Han Solo was dope, man. Dope. He gave us an hour full of, uh, you know, quality insight, and I definitely got to appreciate it for him. How how you feeling, bro? Yeah, yeah. No doubt. So, yeah, actually... You brought up one of the points that I was gonna say was I actually think RJ is a three. I thought he's I thought he was a three since he came into the league. Honestly, like I think his game suits a small forward position way more than the shooting guard position. You know, like I just don't think he's a great shooter. I don't think he's crazy athletic either for the two. So I think he should definitely be our small forward of the future. That's why I don't think you know the top end thing at the three and then Randall at the four. That's just that's not going to work, man. Defensively, like, we're going to have Mitch getting in foul trouble every game, you know, having to help those guys and yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm good with RJ at the three. That's why I don't think, like you said, it's not a coincidence. A lot of the guys that they, you know, got after in all yeah. season are shooting guards. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yep. you know, I just think I, I would like Buddy Hield a lot, but I, I don't think they would take it just for right. I think they would want to pick maybe the Mavs pick, but yeah. even that pick, I'm – pretty against moving that pick yeah you know kp is already out i think that could be a really valuable pick who says that pick won't be in the team somewhere and draft that's looking as great as next year yeah i now agree keep that mass pick man. i agree and, and that could be keep building through the draft yeah and pre- appreciate the point, call you know? bro and that could be the hold up on the deal because as ian begley said the the kings want draft compensation remember once the kings got rid of uh, well, not got rid of. Once the Kings let Bogdanovich go, the incentive to trade healed decreased. So now they want to get paid, right? I think if they would have kept Bogdanovich, I think then you would have had a salary dump situation for healed where maybe you get a draft pick for him. Because remember, the Kings have Halliburton. My guy Jay from Florida's favorite guy. The Kings drafted Halliburton as well. So... Things change now that Bogdanovich went to the Hawks, not the Bucks. Sorry, Giannis. Bogdanovich went to the Hawks. And um and so yeah, so the price for healed has now changed. But don't sleep. Don't sleep on that deal because it could come back. It could come back. Maybe they're just seeing what the market looks like for. Maybe they see how the season transpires. Do the Kings come back to the table? with something and make it interesting for the Knicks. But yeah, I would, I would, I would trade for Hill. Listen, I know his defense is suspect. I I totally understand that. And and you guys know I'm defense first, but we also need upgrades in in talent where we can. I'm looking at this draft to to get either a point guard or a three out of it. We'll see what happens. And, uh, and you get it, you know, one of the best three point shooters in the game, go get him. Go, go get him. But yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily move that Mavs pick. And so I think that's where the stalemate was. I think that's where the stalemate was. I'll put it this way. Spoke to three different people. It was legit. 
And to the point where the whole team felt like it was going down for Randall and Frank. So let's see. Let's see how that goes. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got 18, no, we got 1977 going on in here. Sunday night Knicks. Up to the usual vibes, you know the vibes. How about those New York football giants, baby? How about them giants? Going into Seattle, the Emerald City, and coming out with an upside. I know it's a basketball show. But my football team is making me proud because they're underachieving, they're playing hard, and hey, we're the beast of the East right now, man. Five and seven, and they're at the top of the NFC East. Let's go. Let's go. What's there not to like? And I predicted an upset today and a big game from Wayne Gallman. And we got both. So I'm happy about that. All right. Let's let's go Big Blue. All right. Back to the phones. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys as well. Let's go to um, Ron Cleveland. Ron, what's going on, bro? Man, man, man. CP, what's <laughs> going on, man? <laughs> Ron, Ron, how you feeling, bro? How you doing, bro? Hey man, I feel I feel good, man. Hey, the season is on on the brink of starting. Hey, I'm ready, man. I'm yeah. ready. I tell you, man, you you just you just hit us with a heavy hitter, man. <laughs> that, 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 that was a heavy hitter rookie week splitter, man. That you just giving us, man. <laughs> hey, Ron, listen, like I said, I work I work for the people, huh? man. I work for the people, man. You know, I'm just gonna give it to you as I get it. That's it. I'm just a messenger. I'm just a messenger. Yeah, man, you the, That's it. You the real people's tip. <laughs> yeah, what what's going yeah, on man, though, bro? Hey, what, what are you thinking? I tell you what. Um that deal for Buddy Hill, if that was to go down, we moving DSJ and Frank. I'm gonna trust the front office, man. Like like I said, man, you know, on my own little my own little get up I got going now, my little my little videos and stuff I'm posting on my own channel. You know what I mean? I talked about this, man. I said, hey. I'm giving everybody a clean slate, CP. You know how I've been killing these guys that ain't been performing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's a clean slate. And with that, I give the whole front office a clean slate. You know what I mean? If, mm-hmm. if they're going to do something like this, they got a bigger picture involved, man. And, and I'm just listening to what you're telling me. If they move Julius Randle and Frank, if they move Julius Randle and Frank for Buddy Hill, RJ is going to the small forward. Ain't no, re- ain't no way in the world. Buddy Hill coming in, coming off the bench. Right. He's more consistent of a shooter than RJ. And he has too much money to be sitting on the bank, on the, on, on the bench. So, furthermore, what that signals to me is that there's going to be future moves. And what I mean by that, Kevin Knox will be in danger. Because RJ ain't going nowhere. They're not going to yeah. trade RJ. Right. But who has struggled? You know what I mean? So, Knox, Knox has struggled. He could eventually get traded. Who knows? Yeah. And let's talk about Mitch. I mean, the writing on the wall, you can see that with, I mean, with the fact that with Nerlens Noel on the team, who is very similar to Mitch. Yeah. I'm not saying he's exactly like Mitch. We all know Mitch is exceptional, but they are very similar. So you can see what they're doing. 
You know what I mean? And if, right. and if this stuff goes down, man, this, this is going to be major. It's going to be major. But all yeah. I know, hey, we got cat flexibility. You know what I mean? Hey, all state got a saying, CP. Hey, all state, you know, you in good <laughs> hands. Hey, we in good hands with Leon Rose and Tibbs, man. I trust Tibbs. Uh, so with that, man, yeah. man, man, man. <laughs> Ron Cleveland, feel it good. Appreciate it, Ron. We'll see, man. We'll see. But, you know, listen, um, I think Kev, the question with Kev is, do they, uh, is he going to come in at the three, back up three, or is he going to go in at the four? If they trade Julius, does Spellman make the team if they think that Julius is, is only here half a season, right? Do they go with Spellman for more depth at the four, um, a guy that can get in there and rebound for you in, 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 in a pinch off the bench? Or... Does it go to Kev? You know, it's, it's a lot of different variations of, of how they can, you know, um, get trim this roster down. But remember, they still got $18 million in cap space that has to be used at least to get to the to get to the floor. I believe it's about $10 million that left that they have to spend to get to the salary cap floor. I think it's about eight to $10 million that they have left to spend. If they don't spend that by the end of the year. That money, that 18, gets divvied up amongst the players on the roster. Which, hey, if you're Austin Rivers, you probably like, hey, <laughs> let me get some more chips. So it's not not necessarily a bad idea for the for the players. But again, they they're gonna Knicks are gonna have that phone ready. Knicks are gonna have that phone ready to go. And uh, yeah, so it's just gonna be interesting. Friday night. December 11th, Knicks in Detroit. Killian Hayes, who got named the starter at Detroit, coincidentally. Um, Blake, all the power forwards they got. <laughs> Jeremy Grant. Hey, Knicks, Knicks going to get put to the test early. So it's going to be interesting to see how they shake the rust off, how they uh, handle, you know, the COVID environment and how to maneuver with that. It kind of seemed like it's kind of... Um, still hovering over the team. A lot of these press conferences you see with, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, it kind of, I don't know, they kind of, their expressions, they're not too optimistic about things. It seemed like, I don't know if the COVID situation or what, but a lot of these guys just seem very stone-faced in their, in their press conferences. I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to answer the questions. All right, let's go to my guy, Jay Boogie. We haven't heard from Jay Boogie since his epic, epic rant giving faith to the organization. Jay Boogie, how you feeling, bro? Happy Sunday. Man, I'm feeling great, marvelous, like Hagler. <laughs> Just ain't trying to fight Sugar Ray Leonard, but I'm feeling <laughs> great, marvelous, man. It's been a hell of a weekend. Y'all know my lingo, man. Hope everybody's staying healthy and safe, man. And keep protecting your home and saving yourself, man. And watch out for that thing because it's still out there. Mm-hmm. Just to let y'all know something real quick, because I, I, I'm very close to basketball people. If Mitch switching up all them different free agents, it's a problem with him, and they see it. And they feel like, yo, they might not can't get no money with this dude. This dude is starting yeah. to be a problem. And yeah. it's starting to ring inside our organization. He might be a problem. I don't sugarcoat nothing. If he's a problem, get him out there, man. I don't play no, I don't play no games with getting them people up out of there. Yeah. And I told y'all last week, don't put that boy in that game. I'm talking about Randall. <laughs> Get him up out of there. And if you remember, I told you that Frank got to go too. That's the last hurrah of Phil Jackson. That was just a gut check. Mm-hmm. I just felt like 
Both of them on their way up out of there. I like that Buddy Hyde thing. Go get that dude. We need more shooters, more scores. We need that. We need that on our team. Go get them guys, man. Go get them and bring them on over here. Anything that's going to help build a team and not mess up that cap and keep saving that money, them guys, they know what they're doing. I salute what Leon and them doing. Everything yeah. they're doing, all the moves, they're making right moves, right judgment. I like that about them. I like what I'm hearing about DSJ. If it's his turn, give it to him. I'm a Nas dude. They say Nas don't pick beats too good. When he got with his boy, that was a banger. <laughs> Baby Tom Fimber, was a banger for DSG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We might get it going. Yeah. Yeah. And I like what I'm hearing about Kevin Knox. We got to have people, to, you know what I'm saying, to come off that bench. So we can't get rid of too many of them young guys. Keep them around. They might develop, man. Yeah. Remember, I always say patience, 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 man. Let them guys develop. Tom know how to develop people. He developed Jimmy Butler. And I told y'all before, he developed Larry Johnson. When Larry Johnson came to Charlotte, he ain't had no three-point shot. He was small, but he was playing down low, and they was beating him up. When he got with Tom over there, they showed him how to play on the outside. So Tom know how to develop players, man. Give him time and give him patience, man. We on our way. Salute to the Giants. I like what Joe Judge doing. Yeah. Now here comes Tom Thibodeau. He got us ready and rocking for next year, too, man. Let's get it. We on this move, man. We on a rise up, man. Peace, love, man. I Let's love y'all. I keep doing what y'all doing. And I'm going to push that cash app button. That's what I'll be doing on the low. Yes, I'll sir. push that green button aside next to that blue button, man. Thumbs up, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Jay Boogie. Man, oh man, like Jay, Jay, like Jay Ellis say, you need Jay Boogie as a, as as your motivational coach, your life coach. You know what I mean? Jay Boogie will pull you up out the fire, man. Whatever you're going through, that's my guy. And salute to Jay Boogie for um, sending in the cash app to all you guys who support the show. Definitely appreciate all the monetary donations. That all goes to covering overhead. Uh, as Jay Boogie mentioned, uh, he uses his cash app. Some of you guys send this super chat straight through. Uh, YouTube. Only thing about that is it's it's nice, it's convenient. You see the graphic and everything comes up, but YouTube takes a cut. So if you want to send to us directly, uh, you could send um to Cash App, which is Dollar Sign Knicks Fan TV. You could send the Venmo. You could send the PayPal as well. All Knicks Fan TV. The links are in the video description. And like I said, everything just goes back into the website. You know, covering the overhead for running the show, and and so we could keep this thing rolling. So we could keep this thing rolling and get some more sources in here. You know what I mean? I don't know what we're going to call it, but we're going to call it something. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How many people we got in here? 2226. Welcome to everybody in here, man. Definitely appreciate you uh, rocking with us on a on a Sunday evening. All right, where else we want to go now? Let me hear from, uh, I haven't heard from Josh from San Diego in a minute. Josh, how you feeling, bro? CP, what's going on, man? How y'all doing? Good, bro. How you feeling, bro? I'm all right. Um, so I mean, I just want to talk about this Buddy Hill thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but prior to me doing that, I just want to say that you know I think Knicks fans need to you know I'm, t- I'm talking about myself as well. Mm-hmm. I think we need to really you know take a step back and realize the type of team that we have and how we should proceed moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a legitimate question about whether we need to build around RJ and Mitch for the future. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying let's go out and trade these guys. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that Mitchell Robinson, with everything that he has going on with him, changing around his agents and his representatives and all that, that's that's kind of a red flag. And also, RJ Barrett, he didn't have the type of rookie season last year that, you know, made us think that, you know, he is the, the guy for the future. We're hoping that he's going to turn out to, to improve, you know, with his shooting and, 
and everything like that. But you, you have to legitimately question whether R.J. Barrett is the guy to build around. Like, there's a chance that Obi Toppin can turn out to be better than R.J. Barrett. Sure. And we can we need to build around Obi instead of R.J. Okay? So, with that keep... being said, I'm for trading for someone like Buddy Hill. We yeah. need to do a definite upgrade and talent for this roster. Um, he is young enough. I think he does fit the timeline. He is getting paid a little bit. You know, he'll be the highest pay, paid player if we uh, trade Randall. Yeah. But at the same time, he gives us instant talent to the roster. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to, you know, get us to the playoffs or anything like that, but definitely it's a building shooting piece. For, the, for fitting what the team needs. I think Buddy Hill would be a great asset to the team. It's a building and, piece. Uh, again, Knicks fans, we need to just think about this for a second. This is a big season for R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson. If they don't yeah. show them the type of improvements that we need to see, it might be time to start talking about, you know, building around someone else. And hopefully oh, no, 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 no. Appreciate Thanks. the call. Appreciate the call, Josh. Josh's calls always go smooth. And then he, he takes like a, a, a quick t- curve, you know, a quick turn off the cliff. You know, he'll be like, oh, I love what we're doing. Love what we're doing. Let's go get mellow. And then I got to hang up on him. You know, <laughs> that's my guy. But... I, 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 again, I agree with what you're saying in terms of RJ needs to take another step. Yes. Mitch needs to take another step. Yes. Bringing Buddy Heald in here can help both of them. Can help RJ, can help Mitch. You're going to have him in there spacing it for RJ, a reliable three-point shooter. That can help RJ. Now, RJ still has to work on his game. As I said, the shooting, the free throw shooting, defense, all of that. More playmaking. Everything. But maybe a move to the three helps him in that way as well. So, understood. Understood. These these kids are a work in progress. But to say, you know, if they don't get it together this year, it's over with. You know, move on. Nah, you gotta, let this thing marinate. Let this thing marinate. This is another year, another new coach. Let this thing marinate. Yeah, if, if Buddy turns out to be better than them, so what? That's another piece. That's another piece. You go in a draft, you bring in another piece, and you see what they have as a collective. Now, you did draft R.J. Barrett with the third pick. So, yes, the expectation is that he's not just going to be a, a piece, but he has to be, you know, you want him to be a major part of your plan going forward. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. As I said, you know, I, I typically get asked this question all the time. Why are you so high on RJ? Why are you so high on RJ? Why why do you guys cater to RJ and everything? It's not about catering or, or being so high on him. It's about understanding that the organization spent the number three pick on him. So it would behoove them to make sure that as they're building this team out, they take him into consideration, right? If you're investing in something, for the long term, you have to make sure that you put the proper infrastructure with it or around it to ensure that he grows or your investment grows. Same thing. Got to give it some time. Same thing. So again, let's see. But as I said, coming out of camp, I heard that him and Obi are, uh, you know, in, in tip top shape, according to, you know, the Kenny Payne conditioning test. So. Uh, let, let's see. Let's see what's what's going on. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys once again. We got some super chats coming in. Shout out to Sean Richardson. He said, would you add one of the four 2023 second round picks in exchange for heels? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. 
Yeah, I would do that. They asked for a 2023 second round pick. Yeah, give that up. What does that mean for us right now? They have about they have about four, as you said. So, um, you know, I would give that up. I don't, I don't I don't see the need to hoard those things. Those are for flips. If you keep a couple, fine, but try to get try to get rid of those if you can, in in, a, in an exchange to make it to upgrade your team. You don't want to be sitting on all of them by the time the draft comes around. You know, you want to be able to be strategic with it. So yeah, if you got to pair some off, then yeah, you do that. Yeah, you do that. Shout out to ENTRI in the chat. Hashtag new. My man Sean Shepard checking in from Cali. He said team hashtag new. No, he didn't. He just said CP, my man. Sean, what's going on, man? Peace, bro. How you feeling? Shout out Jose Vincenti. If you guys are new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new. I'll shout you guys out. Okay, let me see Omar. Let me see Omar. Omar says, CP, give me the reason you want DSJ to have the keys He's athletic. I lost his comment, but basically saying he's athletic, but he's pretty much bad at everything else. Yeah, my reply is, what do we have to lose? What do we have to lose by throwing him out there? He's on your roster. You have to make a decision on him. He's a free agent coming up. Make a decision. Give him the keys for a second. Let him test out the car and see where we go. You have no perfect options at the point right now. No perfect. You have some good some bad, some pretty bad, give him a shot. Give him a shot. It, it can't hurt. I, again, am I telling you that he's going to turn around? No, I, I really don't have that confidence. But I would like to see it. Alan Hahn came on the show, said the same thing. Whether you respect his opinion or not, that's on you. You be the judge. I'm just telling you my opinion. I told, I, t- I, told, I went on SNYD and Begley. I said, I don't think the point guard or the future is on this roster. I'm not so high on any of them. And I stand, I stand by that. That's Frank DSJ Payton. We can move on for all of them, if I, as far as I'm concerned. As much as I like Frank as a as a as a glue guy, rotation player, you know, could finish for you in a spot, defensive versatility, all of that. I, I, if they move on from all of them, you won't you won't hear anything from me, because to me they can upgrade at the position. They they need to upgrade at the position big time. And like I said, I don't, it doesn't seem at this point that Tibbs is considering Frank at the one. Again, things can change. We'll see. But as Alan Hahn also told us on the on the show on Thursday, that uh as Alan Hahn said on Thursday, it seems like Frank doesn't want to play off ball. It seems like Frank wants to run the point. So, again, as a f- upcoming free agent, how does that change things? Does that expedite their um, their trade scenarios with Frank? You know, do they put him in a trade or does he even want to re-sign? It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. Jay Boogie, Jay Boogie had, uh, when he called back and mentioned Mitch, you know, that is kind of interesting with, with Mitch, you know, in terms of if all these agents, you know, bailed on him, something's going on there, and do they consider him bad for business? I have no idea. Like I said, I don't know specifics as to what's going on. All I can say is there's there's a little, there's a, there's a rift. There's a rift. 
So I read somewhere, I don't remember, um, the journalist who said that um, Mitch's family could be wanting to get involved. I'm not sure. That's not really like where I'm trying to dwell. I'm just reporting what I'm hearing and what's out there, which is that he's now on his sixth agency in three years. Rich Paul, when he signed him last year, went into the post, told Berman, he said he's got to, he's still got to work on his game. He's still got to grow. He's still got to mature, so on and so forth. He's still got to study the game, learn the game. Obviously, Rich Paul coming from LeBron, he, he sees it. He knows it. But now, less than a year later, he's gone. It's kind of strange. But again, I'm not well-versed in the business side of things. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So I'm not here to speculate. I'm just telling you what I hear on the surface. Just telling you what I hear on the surface. Shout out to Money Mark. He says, so the Knicks are preferring uh, point guard DHA who can't shoot or play D over point guard Frank who does both better. Doesn't make sense. DSA was a disaster last year while Frank showed a bunch of improvement at the end of the year. Showed improvement to you. Let's see what Tibbs says. Tibbs is the coach. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree with you. I think Frank did come on strong at the end of the year. Saw him running the offense a little bit better. Saw, started, saw him running some more pick and rolls better at the end of the year. Saw some more moxie, some more toughness out of him. And that's what you want. As Alan Hahn says, um, you know, does he? can he give you that every night? That was the question. That was the question. Can he give you that every night? That's what you're going to need from your point. You're going to need that consistently. To me, the safest overall bet is still Peyton. Safest overall bet is still Peyton. Not going to shoot it as well as DSJ either. Steady hand. Doesn't turn the ball over as much. We'll get Obi and Mitch going. Especially Obi. Very important to get him going. So I wouldn't count Peyton out of the mix at all. Remember I told you guys I wouldn't be surprised if Peyton was brought back. And here we are. Going into camp. And Elford is in the running again. To get the job. You know, but the Mitch thing is interesting. You know, the the fact that they were even entertaining sending him to Golden State. The Wiseman stuff seems to have have had real legs that they were very much interested in Wiseman. And this is why I when I go back and say you wait to sign him, this is why. Because you don't know what you have in him yet. He still has a ways to go. In Mitch. Mitch still has a way to go. So you hold off on signing him. Continue to develop him and see what you have. And if you want to invest money into keeping him as part of your core. That's that's a, that's a decision they'll have to make within the next two years or so. Alright. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got 715 likes. Let's get it up to 1,000 Sunday night Knicks. CP from Knicks Fan TV checking in. Um, let me see who's in team hashtag new, man. The chat is going crazy. I'm trying to see what's going on. 
Salute to the Giants. My Giants is looking beastly. Wayne Goldman, I told you guys. If you guys check my Twitter, I told you Wayne Goldman was in for a big night. They had Russell Wilson looking average out there. Average. That Giants defense is a formidable bunch. Put some respect on their name, please. Please. You know, some, you know, Dave Gettleman kind of did his thing out there. We got to put some uh, respect on Dave Gettleman's name. But anyway, back to hoops. Uh, Wazi from, from Brooklyn, what's going on? Yep. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you on, bro. What's going on? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Go ahead with your point, bro. Yeah, how you doing? Um, first of all, I want to say, um, let's go Giants, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, man, I can't get over what you said about DSJ being the starting point guard, man. Like... I just don't understand what has DSJ shown to us that like he's anywhere near capable of running a team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he he barely looked like he could run himself. Like he could his shot was broken. He couldn't move. His athleticism just wasn't there. So like obviously I'm trying to trust the front office and and tips, but I feel like we we've been um bamboozled so many times. I don't know what yes. to trust anymore. You yeah. feel me? But yeah, that's pretty much pretty much what I. What I was appreciate you. Appreciate you. 100%. And that's why I'm with you. I, I don't believe that he's going to turn it around um, and, and be the guy that, that you know, you, you want to trust with the keys to the kingdom going forward. But I'd like to see the evaluation. This should be an evaluation period. They only got four preseason games, and then they're right into the thick of things. So I think they need to extend it. Give Tibbs a look. Understand what he has on this roster. He doesn't know any of these guys, Tibbs. And when Tibbs, um, when Tibbs was interviewed today in camp, he said that he hasn't decided on the rotation yet. But at some point, these guys will all get a chance to play. If they, as long as they come ready, prepared, whatever, whatever, these guys will all be be uh. Give, be given a chance to play. So that means to me that DSA is in the running. Again, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, somebody in the chat is, yeah, a lot of people talk about this with this Buddy Hill thing that he's 27. So what? Who cares? He's a shooter. Shooter, shoot. That's what that's what I'm paying him to do. I'm paying him to shoot. And if he's here for four years, you want to tell me at 31, he's gonna be some broken down, washed up player? I can't see it. I I can't see that. Shoot or shoot. Make the trade. If it doesn't cost you a draft pick, make the trade. You know, he he played last 3 years. I mean, he played he played in 80 games in 2017. He played in 80 he played all 82 last year. And he played all seventy. He played seventy-two uh, this past this past season, which I, which includes the bubble. But he's relatively a healthy guy. Relatively healthy guy. Played twenty-five games in twenty sixteen. He must have been hurt in twenty sixteen. And for New Orleans, twenty no, he played all eighty-two in twenty six in twenty sixteen. He split time in twenty sixteen between the Pelicans. And the Kings. Split time there. Played all 82. Played 80 in 2017. 82 2018. 
72 in uh last this past season, which I think was was the entire bubble that Sacramento was in. Go get him. What I mean, what are we talking about here? He's 27. You guys get caught up on this age thing all the time. If he's in here to do his job and he continues to do his job, which is to shoot, that's what I need him to do. Get it in. Light up the nets. Light up the nets. Simple and plain. I mean, uh, this trade that we're talking about here, to me, it's a no-brainer. I I would go get him. Jay from Florida, what's going on, bro? CP, what's good, man? For the fans, by the fans. Run it up, run it up, run it up. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Let's get CP and Nick Fantee bigger than ever. The whole Mitch thing, CP, I'm telling you, bro, since Uncle Fizdale left the organization, look at (laughs) Mitch's interviews. Mitch been, you know, he been nonchalant, you know, his shoulders been going up and down. Oh, I'm going to talk to Tibbs when I, when I get a chance. I'm, I'm going to talk. I mean, I'll talk to him after practice. But Uncle Fizz there, he was checked in. He was doing his thing. But, you know, everybody know, everybody loves Uncle Fizz there. He's a car salesman. He's everybody's friend. He don't get no production. But the kids loved him because he was their friend. Tibbs is a grown-ass man, right? Mm-hmm. Tibbs ain't going to put up with the babysitting. Mitch got to understand that NBA players a job. You got a whole fan base that got regular jobs. We all got regular jobs, right? You sitting out there, you making millions of dollars to, to dunk a basketball. Mm-hmm. Get up, go to practice on time. Go to your second half of OTAs in the summertime. Engage in in your job, brother. On yeah. the Buddy Hill trade, my thing is, Buddy Hill makes it a lot of sense basketball wise. You open the court, you open the court up for Obi and RJ, right? You got a shooter. If quickly could play, you put quickly Buddy Hill, RJ, Obi on the court. That's a lot of shooting. That that makes yeah. the game completely different. I say pull the trigger. If they can't make the trade, make the trade. Mitch, grow up. I'm going. Peace. Jay from Florida drops the mic. He's out of there. I say make the trade. If it doesn't cost you one of your Dallas picks, make the trade. People in the chat talking defense. No, he's not a good defender. I'll tell you that. He's not a good defender. Go get a defender in the draft. If you got to play that guy, spot minutes, you get a 3 and D guy in the draft, go get him. Right? Don't mean that, but that it doesn't mean that Buddy is, is, uh, has to start and, and play all 48 minutes. That's why you that's why you have a team. That's why you have a rotation. But to me, if this is gonna cost you Frank and Julius, yeah, I would go I would go get him. Take the risk. You guys wanna talk about, you know, it, it, you know, enhancing RJ's game, enhancing OB's game, go get this guy. Go get this guy. Why not? We have nothing to lose, man. Roll roll the dice. Uh Terrence from Brooklyn. Terrence, what's going on? Yo, yo, what's good, CP? Um, just want to touch on the the Buddy Hill thing. Of course, that's the hot topic for today. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, we definitely should trade for him, but I feel like we should keep Frank because mm-hmm. Buddy Hill is not a good defender. Mm-hmm. RJ, I think I agree with the first caller. His original position really is the three. Mm-hmm. Just do that. The athleticism, I think the three will really be his best spot. But Tibbs, man, he got me worried already because he's thinking it's Chicago where he got great defenders and he could have a little fast point guard getting in the lane that you could cover up his defensive flaws. But a backcourt of Buddy Hill and DSJ going to get eight up, man. This is a guard lead. You got to keep Frank. Let him play the one. Buddy Hill want to play a lot of pick and roll. RJ wants the ball in his hands. Frank's not going to be the real ball handler to me. Yeah. Frank is going to be George Hill, you know, if he develops the way we hope. But he can hit the corner three. I think that would be a better fit. 
And I think if we could throw a niche in that trade and get like Rashawn Holmes back or something like that, a yeah. serviceable, a serviceable center, yeah, we'll be all right. All right. Appreciate it, because your reception it wasn't too good for the audio. Um, listen, I understand. Again, he's not he's not the best defender, but number one, is Frank even gonna be here past this season? I don't. I can't tell you how they feel about him. I can't tell you how he feels about them. What you heard from Han is that he prefers to play point guard. If they don't give him that, will he go somewhere else anyway? And if he does, you trade him. If that's the plan, you trade him and find his replacement in the draft or free agency. That's all I'm saying. You know, a lot of people said, oh, oh, you want a 3 and D guy in the draft. Well, we have him in Frank. Yes, but I'm saying you don't know what the future holds for him. He may not be here and he may not stay here. You know Julius is not staying here. So if you could put the two of them in a trade, go get Buddy Hill. If that's your best option, it's a low, it's a low risk deal. Paul quick in the chat. It's a low risk deal. It's a low risk deal. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Salute to everybody in the chat. How many we got? 2466. 2466. Let's get those likes up. Let's get those, uh, that thumbs up button. Let's get to 1000. We had 824. Let's get to 1000. All right. One more call for the night. Before I roll out, I haven't heard from my guy in a while, bro. Nate from Rochester in the building. Nate, how you feeling, man? Yeah, what's up, man? No, it's been it's been a minute. Um, but you know, I still be watching. I still be uh, supporting. You know, no doubt. I always no appreciate doubt. what you do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had to call in real quick because it, it's crazy to me how suddenly a few reports about Mitch in the front office, and now everybody's immediately like switching up on him yeah. saying, Oh yeah, he's immature. He might not have a place here. Like forget yeah. throw all the immaturity stuff out the way. The reason why we got him as a second round pick was because of that. That's so fact. you got to take the good with the bad. That's a fact. That's he's a fact. the best defender on this team. He controls the paint and he can switch out and guard the three. Yeah. These are the, the most important aspects of like keeping a defense. And if we're going to throw that away because he's switching agent, is it to me? That's like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Why, why are we like, even entertaining this, like our replacement yeah. is not doing well. No, it's like it, it's whatever. But we, he's not on that value. Mitch, for all the immaturity issues, he still provides on the basketball court. And the yeah. number one thing that we lack on this team is talent. That's and right. Mitch is talented compared to everybody else. So That's I'm not with all this talk. He should be starting. And uh, I seen somebody say I'm Mitch's agent, but you know <laughs> I, I don't care because he's one of our building blocks. You yeah. have to build around him the same way you build yeah. around RJ. That's all I got. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, um, I said it the other night, and and I'm gonna get to Max from the Bronx in a minute, and and I'm and, uh, uh, gonna go through the schedule. Um, I said it the other night when the rumors, when the stuff st- first started surfacing about Mitch and Tibbs and professionalism and stuff. I said the same thing. I said, listen, you got this kid as a steal in the draft, literally the steal. Literally, there was not one person that was picked after Mitchell Robinson that was any good. And if he did a redraft in his draft, he's going top 15, 20. Anyway, um, it's just a matter of, listen, can they come together? Can they get him to lock in, be more professional? Is it Kenny Payne? Is it Woodson? I I said I'd love to see Rasheed Wiles working with him. Certainly there's red flags, but no, am I saying trade Mitch right now? No, 
No, no, no, no, no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But I'm just letting you guys know what I'm hearing is that, you know, things are kind of, things are uh, uh, kind of tenuous there. So that is, um, that's that on the Mitch situation. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. All right, let's get to, let me go to Max from the Bronx real quick. Max, how you feeling, bro? Because Ma- Max is a Frank guy. So I'm going to hear Max's take on all of this. Talk to me, Max. What are you, what are you saying about this, bro? All right. You know, this is going to surprise you, though, right? <laughs> oh, and he's trading Frank. He's trading. I would trade Frank. If that's what if that's the direction they're going and they just don't see with him, how let him go. You know what I'm saying? Just let him let him let him go to another team. Do I think would I do it? No, I wouldn't do it because it it to me you need people who play defense. And not only that, Buddy Hill is kind of a weird guy also. He's <laughs> always complaining, he's always whining. You don't need to and you hear that in Sacramento. Sacramento's one of the smallest markets. In the NBA, imagine him doing all that nonsense in New York. It would be 50 times worse. You know what I'm saying? So I think you need to think about that. But I I would be surprised if they do it because it would really help RJ with the space in the floor. And honestly, the Knicks, all all the Knicks need is a point guard at this point. All you need is to luck up with Cade or Jalen Suggs and then you on your way. Yeah. You know, and then in terms of the Mitch thing, I feel like, listen, Mitch looks, Mitch sounds immature, but you don't, and he needs to be coached up. He never really been coached in his life. You know, you don't throw that away. I don't think the Knicks are thinking of throwing away. I think the Knicks are just saying, listen, get your act together. This is a new regime. This is not no Fizdale nonsense. We understand you were raw and you did some things. You, yeah. you broke the field goal percentage record, but you got to be more professional and take this seriously. There's nothing wrong with that. But honestly, when it comes to Frank, I would do the deal, and I'm a I'm the biggest. Hey, you're the, you're the biggest Frank fan, fan in New York. Yeah, ever. yeah, 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 yeah. Period. Yep. So I would do the deal. Appreciate it. But have a good night. Steve. Appreciate it, Max. Appreciate it, Max. Hey, Max is the biggest Frank fan in New York. He's he's right on that. I, I definitely um, can attest to that. He's called here many a nights as the uh, leader of the Frank Hive. You 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 probably will hear more of him as Frank is here during over the course of the season, because Max is a Frank guy, no doubt about it. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see. Time will tell how all this transpires. But as I said, I definitely wanted to get you guys the tidbits. You be the judge. You be the judge. All right, let's take a look at the schedule real quick. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. So, and this is a little bit small. I'm trying to find a better one, but I, I can't really find one at the moment. But um, basically, you have the home, you have uh, the season opener, December 23rd at Pacers. That's the December 23rd, 7 p.m. game. The home opener, Knicks versus Sixers. Jan- um, sorry, December 26th, Knicks versus Sixers. Then you got a back to back against the Bucks. Oof. So you got to go through Simmons and Bede, and then you got to go through the freak at home, back-to-back, December 26th, December 27th. New Year's Eve, 
The Knicks will be taking on the Tampa Bay Raptors. I heard Jay from Florida will be going down to that game. The Raptors are playing in Tampa Bay. They'll be playing their home games in Tampa Bay due to the COVID restrictions. And so that'll be New Year's Eve. Knicks in Toronto. 14 of the first 19 games are on the road for the Knicks. 14 of the first 19 are on the road. It's crazy. That's kind of crazy. And um, what else we got here? MLK Day, January 18th. You have Knicks versus Orlando, 12 p.m. So we got a, we got a game. January 18th, MLK game. You have the Brooklyn Nets, Knicks versus Nets, January 13th against Brooklyn. That's an ESPN game. You have a... Um, You have an interesting West Coast, one of your West Coast trips. They, they're kind of chopping up the West Coast trips. So they have one January 21st at Golden State, January 22nd back-to-back at Sacramento, 24th at Portland. They'll see Melo, Dame, CJ, and the Blazers. And then the 26th, they'll go see the Spider, Gobert, and company. So we'll get a look at James Wiseman, Steph. And, and Draymond, that three-headed monster at Golden State. Then to go to Sacramento, you'll have uh, Swipe of the Fox, Halliburton. This is Halliburton's revenge game. He's been hearing all the talk from Jay from Florida. Trash talking him. So Halliburton's out for revenge January 22nd. Portland, the mellow game January 24th. And then Utah, the 26th. So, so there that is. Um, so this is the first half of the schedule. When the second half comes out, I'm sure it'll be sometime this week. Uh, if we get word on it, we'll keep you posted. Follow Knicks Fan TV on Twitter. Follow Knicks Fan TV on Instagram. KnicksFanTV.com is up and running. So the news will be all over the community feed on YouTube as well. Uh, so so we, we post up news everywhere, man. So you can't miss it. You absolutely cannot miss it. But great show, everybody, once again. Definitely a great show. Leave it in the comments, man. What would you do? Would you trade Frank and Julius for Buddy Hill? What do you think the Knicks should do? Point guard rotation. What do you, what do you think? Are you going DSJ? Are you going Peyton? Would you like Frank? Leave it in the comment section as well. What do you think about the schedule? Leave it in the comment section. The mid situation. How you guys feeling about that? A lot going on with the team, man. A lot going on with the team. You just hope they can uh, come together. Because Friday night, December 11th, Knicks will be in Detroit. Getting it in with the Pistons for the first preseason game. Right after the game, you know where to keep it. Right here. Number one show for the fans, by the fans. Knicks Fan TV. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. CPJ Ellis will be here. Recapping the game, hearing from you guys, phone calls, the usual rundown. Remember, this show's available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. It's on everything. Knicks Fan TV. No excuse to miss it. Catch it on audio, video, everywhere. Share these videos. You know, everyone that sent in the Super Chat, we appreciate it. I'm going to read the rest of the Super Chats. But um, if you can't do that, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. 
subscribe to the channel it's free you can subscribe right there um, my camera's inverted but you can you know su subscribe share these videos share it on twitter facebook instagram email a friend text a friend the more we get the better the show's gonna be you see now we're hitting 2,000 on average so we appreciate that if all 2,000 shared that with somebody we'd be hitting 4,000 on average you know so let, let's let's bring uh let, let's bring some more people in here and we'll get better guests and, and overall upgrade the quality of the show. And let me just salute the rest of Super Chats that came in. Chico Fernandez says, CP with the scoop. I'll try Frank and Randall JFK tomorrow for that trade. Oh, Lord, the Frank cult is bugging right now. <laughs> Great work. Yeah, Han Solo had him tripping on Thursday. The Frank high was, was, was uh, going at it. Definitely check, catch that replay the, of the Alan Han season preview episode. Um, very, very good content. Definitely appreciate Han Solo for coming on. Sean Shepard, fight out super chat. Appreciate you, Sean. NYFG78 says, keep doing your thing, CP. Let's go, Knicks. Let, let's definitely go. Tiger, <laughs> Tiger Style says, CP don't appreciate Josh's calls ever. That Cali son clearly fried his brain. He low-key former Mill staff member. Now listen, Josh, like every other fan, wants to win. He, he's trying to expedite the path. And he's trying to get it going, man. He's, he's tired of catching all these L's. We all are. But um, nothing wrong with a difference of opinion. That's what makes the show great. If we all agreed on everything, it would never be good. So I, I like the varying takes. As long as you back it up with supporting, with supporting evidence, it's, it's not a, it's, it's, there's no such thing as a terrible take if you could back it up. You know, there's a million ways to build a team. And so Josh has his perspective and other guys have theirs. I, I love when he calls in. Jules Walker, 5,000 won. Salute to everybody in South Korea in the Asia Pacific region. So how about trading Hart instead of Lonzo? Trading for Hart instead of Lonzo. Well, six two to Tango. You know, Pelicans got to put make Hart available and we haven't heard that. But I like it, Josh Hart. I like how he plays. He's a dog. Jules Walker again said, thought Frank would be SGA. Turns out he's smart. Oh, well. Well, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if he'll be SGA or he'll just be Frank. You know, I don't, I don't you know, want to compare him to anybody. Let's let's see how he develops with, with Tibbs. Mason Verdicchio says, excited to finally watch Knicks Bowl. We made it. We finally made it. When was the last game? March? Yeah, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Nine, ten months. We've been talking Knicks without games. Nine, ten months we've been talking Knicks without games. And Knicks Fan TV support has steadily increased. The subscribers have increased. The views have increased. And that's because of you guys, man. Number one show for the fans, by the fans. Salute to everybody tuning in. Thank you for all the mods for supporting. Catch up with you guys later this week. Got some great, great uh, shows coming out. Uh, stay tuned. Hit that notification bell and you'll be notified.